Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Power Podcast. I'm here with my girls, Kay and Leah, special Hi. appearance. Woohoo! <laughs> this is episode 2.8, and we are talking about eating disorders as this week kicks off the beginning of the Awareness Week. So, super excited to bring this podcast to you guys. Really, you know, we're really hoping to just build some education, build more awareness, and really break the stigma and encourage people to talk about it. Don't live in fear. Get your voice heard. Reach out for support. So, eating disorders, what are they? They are just behavioral concerns that are characterized by severe and persistent disturbances in like eating behaviors. They are often associated with distressing thoughts or emotions which can affect one's physical, psychological, and social functioning. So this is a very real thing and something that, again, we wanna really talk about. So there's different types of them, right? There's not a one size fit all, okay? Just because there's these different types doesn't mean you're just one. You could have a couple different specifiers with it. So anorexia, bulimia, binge eating, avoidant or, excuse me, avoidance restrictive food intake or other specified feeding and eating disorders. So again, getting more specific, this is something you would talk about with your doctor. So we have Leah and Kayla here as, you know, they have been, you know, affected by it and live with it. You know, it's something that they're living with. And, you know, I want to talk to them and kind of understand their story and help build some awareness around it. So ladies, when did you realize that you had an eating disorder? Go ahead, Lee. Um, so mine developed in college. I was 19. Um, I, you know, just, I would push it off as, no, I can control it. Mm -hmm. I did not believe I had one. Um, probably to like my mid-20s is when I really just came to terms with the fact that yeah. I battled an eating disorder yeah. so how about you Kay? Mine was actually in my 20s yeah. so in like you know I was probably around 22 um, I was getting more and more into fitness and seeing my body change mm -hmm. and you know comparing mm -hmm. myself to others um, and I just took it way too far I got addicted to the results I was seeing and I just wanted more and more and you know people telling me how good I looked and mm -hmm. it was like a high for me so I didn't even notice that you know I started eating nothing mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and yep. I was doing two workouts a day and you know landed myself in the hospital from it so mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, definitely. I appreciate ladies, you know, taking this, you know, the opportunity to be vulnerable, you guys. And, you know, something I really want to highlight before we get even deeper is that this is a very vulnerable situation. It's a very vulnerable moment for these two to, you know, share their story with you. And I give them so much love and support as we, you know, continue down, you know, this journey together. So you kind of talked about a little bit, both of you, of, uh, about some unhealthy habits or routines that you engage in. So like, Kay, you talked about like, you know, it started out with like exercise mm -hmm. and then that trickled down into, um, you know, food restrictions mm -hmm. in a way. Yeah. Yep. So I was getting so addicted to the results. So I would, you know, eat a little less every day, a little less every day. Mm -hmm. um, and then it came to the point where I was having an apple for breakfast, half of a cucumber for lunch eating dinner but just chicken and veggies but I felt like that was like out of control mm -hmm. like I was eating too much and I would I was bulimic I 
got so bad into bulimia that I ended up in the hospital. Um, one morning I woke up and I, my body physically could not get out of bed. Mm-hmm. Like I could not move my, so they could not figure out what was wrong with me. And I was, you know, lying to my doctors. I didn't know mm-hmm. what was wrong with me. And finally where it got like almost life threatening, I had to be real. And I ended up, you know, damaging all the nerve endings in my esophagus from being so bulimic. And mm-hmm. it's, it's sad. I, and I couldn't even take sips of water without like throwing it back up or my chest being on fire. Like it was very terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. And mine was the opposite. So yeah. you started mm-hmm. with exercise. Mine started with food restri- restriction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I had started college and my, I didn't have like, you know, the comfort of my friends. They were mm-hmm. all going away mm-hmm. to college and I just felt like my life was changing, but not in a way that I really wanted it mm-hmm. to. So it really just became, I mean, it, it really is a control thing too. Yeah. So it was something that I could control was food. Mm-hmm. So I just started restricting just a little bit and then a little bit more and a little bit more. And I knew that if I was going to eat out, I wouldn't eat all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, dinner would be my meal. Um, my breakfast <laughs> was pretty minimal. Yeah. Um, lunch, you know, I mean, my parents were working and I actually did live home at the time, but they didn't see me eat. Mm-hmm. They right. didn't really see what I wasn't eating. Um, and then it really just turned into over exercising too, which also is like bulimic. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's yeah. you mm-hmm. are you're purging through exercise and sweat. Mm -hmm. And there were times that I had thrown up. Yeah. That I had made myself throw up. Oh, yeah. Um, Because, you know, once you're around something, I mean, my my kryptonite is peanut butter, so Reese's (laughs) peanut butter cups. And around Easter time, I would get Reese's peanut butter cups. I remember my mother got me, like, this, like, huge basket, and I ate them all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That night, threw threw up. Made myself throw up. So it was really about restricting, and I felt so good when I would restrict, when I would, like, you know, it, it was you like got a high off of saying yes, no. yes. It yeah. was like oh, I went to bed starving. Yes. This is great when it's not. And mm-hmm. I've always been little, so losing weight, like people were like, oh, you you look smaller. And of course, I thought that as was a compliment, yeah. but it wasn't. Right. And I would always say, oh, I'm small. You know, I I've I've always been little, like, but, and I would say I'm working out now, so yeah. I'm, I'm losing right. some weight, right. I'm gaining muscle, right. and I wasn't. No, mm-hmm. I was not at all. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I appreciate you, ladies. Thank you. What about some triggers? What triggered you to fall into certain habits or, um, you know, restrictive behaviors? Mine started really comparing myself to okay. others, yeah. honestly. Um, I was, you know, it started in like a, in the summertime. I was out on the boat all the time and mm-hmm. like, I was just really starting to compare myself to others. And then I got deeper and deeper into exercise and hearing, you know, the following summer, people telling me how amazing I looked. And it just, mm-hmm. it was just a trickling yeah, so effect. Yeah, words. Wow. Yeah, words, yeah. honestly. Yeah. And just self-sabotage, really. Every time I passed a mirror, I'd mm-hmm. lift my shirt up and look yep. at myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. And mine more so, like I said, before, like when I went to college, I just felt like my, my life was like out of control. Mm-hmm, and yeah. the one thing that I could control was, was food. food. And yeah. I never had an unhealthy relationship with food either. So it was, it, it, I just, like, I can't really tell the actual, you know, pinpoint the event that made me just start to control food. 
but a lot of little things just all yeah. come together. Yeah, yeah. Oh. it all it all. And I went to college, so I started college in two thousand one, two thousand two. Like, I'd watch America's Next Top Model. Mm, yeah. um, I'd watch. Uh, I mean, Victoria's Secret models. Yeah. I mean, I'm so happy that it is. Things are just so much more diversified now. But it was like you saw the standard of, and I'm using quotation marks, pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was always skinny yep. is pretty. Yep. And I mean, like I said, I was always little. I was always small. I didn't hit like 100 pounds until I was a senior in high school. But I I just, I don't know. It, it was, I think it was a lot of like social media. Mm-hmm. Oh, social yeah. It's like, I mean, we didn't have really Facebook when I was younger, <laughs> thank <laughs> God. But I mean, like even just like TV, <laughs> like ads, yeah, things like sure. that, you know? Yeah. And it was like, okay, so I can be like these girls. But I had other things going on. I also have anxiety mm-hmm. and depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know that, you know, eating disorders can, you know, it, it can be exasperated yeah. by totally. just having like that co-illness. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, Absolutely. for sure. So Definitely. So, Kay, you kind of hit on it. Um, you know, when or how did you know that you needed help? Or when did your recovery truly begin? I knew I needed help when I was laying in the hospital, hospital bed. Yeah. I didn't know. I, I still, I blamed it on, I have a I have a shitty stomach. And, like, you know, that's what I would tell my gastro doctor and my mom. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they, my mom obviously knew what was going on. Yeah. But, you know, it was hard for her to be like, you know, you have, you just say it, you know. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, um, of course. So I knew when I actually had to say it out loud that I had a problem. Yeah. It wasn't until I was laying in the hospital bed, there was a doctor sitting, you know, next to me on the bed and was like, you got to tell me what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you got to tell us the truth. Mm-hmm. And that's when I knew and I lost it. <laughs> and when you when you verbalized it, though, right. did you not feel like I felt yeah. like my heart just I f- fell out of my body. Yeah, I felt like almost like a, par- a part of me was like gone. Yeah. Like it's weird to say or feel mm-hmm. now, but mm-hmm. like like something that I was hiding for so long was like out in the open. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, being it, vulnerable. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. But, I mean, that summer, like, I was in and out of the hospital all summer, missing uh-huh. work, because I, like, couldn't get out of bed. I paralyzed myself mm-hmm. almost. Yeah. That was, like, me towards the... Yeah. My rock bottom. Okay. Yeah. Um, I started teaching. I got my first teaching job <laughs> when I was 23. And I started to improve because... I didn't, and it's it's gonna sound like weird me saying this, but I didn't have the time to think about restriction mm. because I was too stressed about school. I mean, I had I was teaching fourth grade. Mm. I had Great a age. very very <laughs> tough class, and it was just I was there all the time, and I started to see myself kind of start to eat a little bit more, and I was like stress eating. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I put a little bit of weight on. And, I mean, I would still be like, no, I, I, you you got to go to the gym. Like, you've got to work out. You've got to do stuff still. And then I went to therapy. Mm. And therapy, I've been in therapy, God, for over 10 years now. And it's helped me immensely. I'll say it, and I'll say it again over and over again. Everyone needs to be in therapy. Oh, my God, yeah. Everyone. Even if you don't think that you have anything to talk about, having that unbiased, you for know. For sure. Just, you know. Yes. But anyways... Um, my rock bottom, um, I, same thing, Kate, I couldn't get out of bed. Yeah. I 
would wake up in the morning and I would just remember like opening my eyes and just crying yeah. because yeah. I didn't want to be alive. Yeah. I hated myself. I didn't understand why I was the way I was. Yeah. Um, I wanted to die. Yeah. And I had some pretty horrible thoughts and luckily never followed through with those. Yeah. But my mom even said like she towards the, as it, you know, I've been developing like for two, three years with an mm -hmm. eating disorder. My mom would try to catch me eating. And I remember her one time saying, do you eat? Yeah, yeah mom, I eat. Mm -hmm. Which almost makes it not, not no offense to our moms because they're yeah. just looking yeah, for, of for course. us. But because um, it's, it's sensitive. Anything on that topic is very sensitive, but it's almost even more like, yeah, I eat. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. it's happening. very combative. Yeah, yeah it's yes. like, no, I eat. I swear. Let, watch me. You're questioned on it. Yeah, exactly. On and illness. Yeah. Um, I didn't tell my mom until, I didn't tell my father explicitly. My mom did, but. I told my mom, we were painting my classroom when I moved over to another school. Yeah. And when I said it, when I finally said it, I have been battling an eating disorder. My mom, you could just see her. She was just like, how did I not know? Yeah. I, I thought mm -hmm. maybe, but I, I you said you were fine and you've always been like little, but I know you were like getting smaller. And, yeah. And my sister, same thing. Like she, they, they still even to this day. I mean, I'm 38, and this happened like almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Like, just they'll say like, I, I, I'm so sorry, I didn't know. Right, and that's kind of how my mom was. Yeah. She, she knew, but she knew, also, how much I was working out. But she would always talk to me about working out. Like, yeah. Kayla, you're doing too much. Like, mm -hmm. you're getting very tiny. Mm -hmm. I can wrap my arms all the way around you. Yeah. Like, I don't like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I mean, oh. even just. I'm sure you were the same way, like yeah. seeing your rib cage through your skin, seeing all the bones sticking out of your chest, mm -hmm. um, my face sinking mm -hmm. in. I went from 110, 115 pounds, I'm 5'2", yeah. going to 90 pounds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And wearing children's clothing that was falling off of me. When I was student teaching, I had to wear belts, otherwise my, my clothes would fall off. My pants would literally fall down. Yeah. So you kind of talked about it with like moms, obviously, like, you know, mm -hmm. we're part of your support system. Mm -hmm. What else, who or what were part of your support systems and how did you cope with everything that going on? Um, I think just being real about it and open yeah. and um, my friends mm -hmm. really. Thank God. That were around me. Yeah. 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 Um, just reminding me every day. My boyfriend at the time reminded me every day, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, friendships. I yeah. mean, honestly, my family, too. Obviously, my sister's one of my absolute best friends. Mm -hmm. And just talking to her about it, but my friends who... Yeah. During college, though, I, I had some toxic relationships mm -hmm. going mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. The, the people that I have in my life now are the people that I allow in my life because they add so much more value. Mm -hmm. There are those people that, you know, you allow in your life, but they really just don't increase, yeah, you know, mm -hmm. the value of your life. It's yep. more so that toxic relationship like I was talking about. So, I mean, I have people in my life who just support me no matter mm -hmm. what I do. They're very open about how much they care about me and support me. They hear you. Yeah, they hear you. They mm -hmm. see you. They they will reach out to you randomly. How are you doing? Are you doing yeah. okay? I, I've, I've noticed, like, some, you know what I mean? Yeah. But therapy, honestly, has yes. really saved me. And, I, I mean... 
I did not always go to an amazing therapist. <laughs> I've had to break up with a couple of them. Hey, wait, can you say that again? <laughs> a little bit louder, though. <laughs> I, had, I didn't always go to a great therapist. I had to break up with them, and I had to find a new one. <laughs> so, you guys, be patient. Just like how you're sniffing the other, you ain't going to find it on the first try. Like, how many <laughs> no. people have you been through? Like, I'm not trying to make it sound dirty. True but, like, story. You know, people. True story. Therapist, it is unfortunately a trial and error process until you find that person that yep. you click with and I'm gonna be real right now um, I haven't been in therapy for a couple of mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. and I can feel my shit just trickling back on my shoulder like mm-hmm. I put in my post it feels like there's just like a nagging little devil on your shoulder just mm-hmm. saying yeah. negative thoughts in your ears yep. and I, this is my I know I need to get back into therapy now mm-hmm. like yeah. I definitely do because I can feel you know I have the most amazing support system here at Power. Honestly, they would be on my ass. <laughs> White on rice here. But, um, you know, if I didn't have them, like, I could feel myself go down a black hole again. Pretty yeah, much. and that, you know, yeah. that's a huge thing. Yeah. And there are no signs, like, true signs, like, hey, you have eating disorder. Like, no. There's a bunch of red flags. Yeah. Yep. You know, like they've been talking about, stressful life events, including, mm-hmm. you know, traumas or losses. Yep. It could be, again, bullying even. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Relationship. To, yeah, Leah, that was one of your, I yep. remember your triggers. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's things like relationship difficulties. If you're in a relationship, you know, and you, maybe they are speaking down to you, right? And then you're like, oh, I got to be thinner. I got to be thinner for him or her. Yeah. Physical illnesses. There's other things like they talked about environmental or social factors, you know. Yes, thankfully, we didn't have social media back in the day, but we know it's a real thing now that is triggering a lot of our youth and even our adults. Some people that I work with, you know, they I know that they struggle with it. Mm-hmm. Something even as life-changing events, like Leah was talking about in her story, um, you know, starting college, marriage, pregnancies, a lot of my pregnant mamas coming on, you know, post-pregnancy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and Leah hit it also, a nail right on the head, is that eating disorders may develop in association with any type of other psychiatric illnesses. So, like, depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. you know, substance abuse, um any of those things so it doesn't mean that again there's nothing wrong with you it just means that you just need some support and that's okay yep. so when it comes to treatment of an eating disorder it can be challenging mm-hmm. you guys can yeah. definitely you guys spoke to that it's yeah. challenging it yeah. is very challenging. to even acknowledge it you know took a lot out of mm-hmm. you um you know it involves interrupting behaviors that have become driven and compelling um, you know, it's overcoming, you know, the anxiety about doing so. Just getting started in the recovery process. Exactly. And that's the thing, too. Like, everything that we did every day, and I'm sure the same thing, it was very repetitive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you did the same things every day, and it got so fucking tiring. Old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was so exhausting. exhausting and tiring and just heavy. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I want to do something different, but I wouldn't allow myself no. to. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, so exactly. So treatment assists, you know, those who have been affected to change what they do. So exactly like that. They had to change their thoughts and their behavior, you guys. So that daunting, repetitive stuff, thank God they stuck to it. Because Mm -hmm. here these two beautiful, strong ladies are in front of me (laughs) sharing their stories with you. Because they sat with that uncomfortable, daunting thoughts and feelings, and they worked through it. So, you know, this treatment helps normalizing um, unhealthy eating and weight control behaviors. It challenges those irrational thoughts and helps you sustain some new healthy ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you are a loved one or a friend, you know, is struggling or, you know, you're starting to see some of these warning signs, these red flags, reach out to us. 
you know, we're here to help you. Um, you know, we can help, you know, locate any, you know, providers to, to go get evaluated, to just start even talk therapy. It is, you know, something that is so powerful and, you know, I'm sure, you know, Lee could get right into talking about how, you know, you probably got your voice and you, you found yourself back again. Yeah, from therapy. I did. I really did. And I'll, I'll say to everybody that's listening right now too, like, it's not always about weight loss. Mm -hmm. There are those overeating disorders too. Yes. So some yes. people like, it's not always about being skinny. That's yeah. not the thing. Like an yeah. eating disorder can be, it's disordered eating. Exactly. And the thing is too, like one of, one of uh, an excellent resource that, I mean, I've come across too is Nita. So mm -hmm. if you go in and you put it into Google, N-E-D-A, you can talk to somebody via chat. Love you can it. call someone. Yep. Um, I'm associated with NAMI. Mm -hmm. yep. And I actually started doing presentations to high school awesome. students. Um, Pre-COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-COVID, I went to Taconic Hills and I went to Saratoga Springs High School. And as a presenter mm -hmm. of like sharing my story. Yeah. And awesome. the, like seeing the kids just like you could see kids that were just like they would just stare at me mm -hmm. and they they had their eyes locked on me yeah and it was like okay speaking I'm speaking to, to you I'm speaking exactly. to you yeah you may know somebody yeah that is yeah battling this yeah and I have to say too if you're thinking someone you love may be battling this it's better to say something than nothing yeah like, hey I'm not trying to hurt your feelings by any means you know I've just noticed that You've lost a lot of weight. I'm concerned are, are you, about are, you. I'm concerned about you. Are you okay? Yep. Is just keep okay? saying that. Just yeah. keep saying, I'm concerned about you. I, I love you. Yes. Yeah. I'm here for you. Yeah. It's yes. better to say something than nothing. Yep. And I had, I mean, that's in college. Like I had, yeah. my friends yeah. never said anything to my sister. Right. Mm -hmm. right. Or my mom. Like yeah. no one ever. And my, my sister was the one that was like, she looks smaller, but I know she's little. Yeah. I yeah. see her every day. Yeah. And, and she, I mean, sometimes that's the hardest. Those who exactly. see you every single exactly. day. Exactly. And she that was had, my boyfriend at the time. He was like, you know, mm. I, he was, it was kind of over his head. But you like, get, you get really yeah. good at hiding it. Yeah. You get yeah. really good at yeah. hiding it. Yep. And people don't realize it, but you are like, you're, you're like a, a fucking magician. Like, it's just like, I can, <laughs> voila, voila, here I go. <laughs> I'm eating something in front of you, but I'm going to go and exercise for five hours after this. Yeah. I'm going to go run eight miles go pee after I eat this yeah mm -hmm. I have to go yeah, yeah. That I have to go pee yeah. yep or yeah. turn all the water on and even the shower yeah. I'm gonna go take a shower go take a shower yeah. yep so recovery takes a team everybody yes. you know and this can include your family your friends other social supports as well as medical and mental health professionals right you are not alone here at power you know we want to help you feel physically, mentally, and emotionally strong. We wanna help you be empowered to make the changes. You know, we encourage, you know, the holistic, you know, health and well-being of all of our members. So again, we love you all. We appreciate Leah and Kayla. Thank you so much for, you know, taking the time and being vulnerable here with our power community and everyone else out there. You're Thank welcome. you ladies. Thanks for love having you guys. us. Yes, love y'all. And for anybody out there, you can always reach out to us. You know, we're here for you. Either yes. you go to the gym or you don't go to the gym. Yes. We're here for you. Yep. Have a fantastic rest of your day, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye.